0: Okay, everyone, this the Think Gen Wealth podcast with your host, Amir Estimo, and I'm here today with Dr. Harden Chellen.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: All right. Out of here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, he has a chiropractor office that's been open almost a year, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so he's uh, for me, I've been with him for the past like, three months. Uh,
1: No, longer than that. Longer than yeah, maybe like almost six. I don't know. Seems like Uh, yeah, it does.
0: Yeah, and to see the growth of his business and how his business has grown has been really impressive. So I brought him onto the podcast just to have him, you know, relate his story and hopefully it's any inspiration or motivation for anyone out there to go and pursue their dreams, as to see as he's pursued his. All right, so Doctor. Pardon? yeah, tell us a little bit about this, you know,
1: let's just start from the very beginning. Okay, so, um, I mean, I, we can go all the way back. So I was born in South Africa, uh, moved here when I was about six years old and, uh, <clears throat> pretty much because my dad, he was a pastor. So he moved to America for him to pursue, uh, church and whatnot. And he started some churches and we moved around, uh, quite a bit. I mean, we first came to, we moved to, um, I can remember correctly, Kansas, oh. Wichita, Kansas. Okay. We were there for a little bit, then we ended up moving to Mobile, Alabama. And then from Mobile, we moved back to Kansas, but this time in Overland Park. Okay. And then at that time, I was probably maybe 12. And then from Overland Park, Kansas, we moved to Texas, Texas. And then we pretty much have stayed in Texas, specifically Plano. That's where we used to live okay. for the most part. So I pretty much grew up in Texas. And, um, <clears throat> you know, even coming to the country, uh, we did have some like, rough spots as far as like immigration stuff going on because um, for a while I couldn't work, you know, couldn't drive, couldn't do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because when we came to America, we came on a religious uh, visa. And so when nine eleven happened, happened, uh, you know, the government pretty much shut down everything. And the way that the bombing that took place, the guy, I guess, who came was on the same visa. Mm-hmm. So our visa actually like expired and uh, we tried to renew it and renew it and renew it. And they kept denying it. Um, so we were kind of stuck for a little bit. Um, but eventually uh, we got good attorneys and then um, we reapplied and reapplied and did everything the legal way, you know. Um, and then we finally got, we got through and uh, now, you know, I'm a U.S. citizen, which is great, you know? Um, so, and I've been a U.S. citizen now for probably about, I don't know, six, six years or so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was kind of that story. And then as, you know, as I went through school and things like that, you know, the biggest thing I was just trying to figure out is like, what am I going to do, you know? Um, because at that time, With all the immigration stuff that was going on, it kind of seemed like my future was on on a pause, if that makes sense, because I couldn't work, couldn't do all that stuff. So I was trying to figure out, you know, what I was supposed to do. But eventually, once things got cleared up, um, I started pursuing dentistry. And so that's for whatever reason, I don't even know why I was going that way. Um, but I was just kind of just drawn to dentistry and it probably started in high school when I was taking just the, there was like this little medical course that they had and I guess dentistry piqued my interest. And I went to like this, um, it was like a, uh, how would you, it was a competition kind of where you go take a test and see who can play the place the highest or whatever. And I did pretty well on that. And it was my specific topic was dentistry, the teeth and things. So I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll just, you know, end up pursuing this way. And so ever since then, when I graduated, you know, high school, in college, I was just basically taking prereqs to get into dentistry school. That was, that's what I was doing. And I, took, I went to community college, and I was trying to take as many classes as I possibly could because it was so cheap, you know, in community college, community college versus a uh, university. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I got all my prereqs done, and uh, I actually got into Baylor. And I was, you know, going to transfer over there. And then all of a sudden I I started getting, you know, really, really bad headaches. So my parents, you know, they were seeing a chiropractor at that time every now and then. And um, they were like, hey, you know, why don't you just go check him out, see what he can do for you. Um, So I went there and uh, I got adjusted, I think probably like twice. And I never really had a headache again after that. And the headaches I was getting was really, really bad to the point where like I couldn't work out and do things like that. So, um, so I got adjusted and that kind of blew me away, you know, no medication, no nothing. It was just, you know, two adjustments and it was gone. So I was talking to the doctor there and he was telling me about a school in Dallas and then I just went and checked out the school, you know, and then I transferred everything over and just got started in chiropractic school. And thankfully it was the same prereqs, you know, as dentistry school to get into chiropractic school. So that was great. And not knowing much about chiropractic at that time, you know, I just started transferred everything over. And the more and more I got into the program, the more and more I really liked uh, chiropractic and what it was all about. Um, And yeah, that's how that's pretty much how I got started. Um, And then, you know, after I graduated and whatnot, you know, I kind of knew how I wanted to practice. And I was very thankful because when I graduated, I had a job like the next day, And uh, I was in a high-volume practice. I mean, they were seeing probably, you know, I don't know, 80 to 100 patients, you know, a day maybe.
0: Do you you, uh, you think, looking back at that, do you think you should have probably, did that help you going into a high-volume chiropractor? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, because, you know— a lot of the, a lot of my colleagues didn't have the opportunity to work for such high volume practices. And so that's when, you know, even though I was a chiropractor, when I graduated, I mean, my skills were not like that great as far as adjustments, because with adjustments, it's a skill, it's an art, you know, and it takes time to really, really get better at it. The more people you adjust, the better you get. And so when I was in that environment, that's how I really, really got good. Um, as far as adjusting and then just seeing different types of cases because in school you learn things that are just textbook you know everything is oh this is what this looks like this is what this looks like i quickly learned in real life it's not like that you know it's completely different you might have one thing from one one textbook one thing from another textbook you know it's never just picture perfect so being in those you know high volume practices uh, it really helped craft my skills you know and i became very confident in, Adjusting things like that, and after I left that place, I also went into uh, pretty much it was just personal injuries, so car accidents, things like that.
0: Okay. That was another
1: high volume. But that was even more high volume than the one I was at before. Um, and I wanted that experience because personal injury, it's it's kind of like a whole different ball game. You know, there's certain things you can and can't do, and you know, you gotta work with attorneys and whatnot. So I I knew I needed that. If I was ever going to start my practice, I needed that exposure. Um, So I I did that for a little bit. And then after that, I uh, went to another practice who they saw pretty much everybody. They they did personal injury. They did like families too. Uh, And originally, my game plan was to open up my own practice after two years. That was the game plan. But once I hit that two-year mark, I just did not feel confident at all. And um, so,
0: I mean, what what made you? Because if you're at too, you know, that, you know, too high volume practice, mm-hmm. what still hindered you from you know really going forward? Starting
1: your own? Yeah, I don't know, man. It was just I just didn't feel confident. Like I was really good at adjusting. I just didn't feel like I could own my own practice. Like as I felt like there was a lot of things I wasn't seeing in the background as far as because in these. In these businesses that I worked at, I didn't get to see the background of it. I didn't see, get to see, like, the skeleton of it, if you will, like, how things were running. It was just me there as a doctor just practicing, just adjusting and whatnot, you know. So I didn't get to see the behind picture because in school, they teach you very slim amount um, of business, you know. And that's pretty much why most chiropractors fail is because they don't have a good business model. They don't know what they're doing, um, even though they might be great adjusters, you know. Um, you still got to know how to run a business because you're a businessman first, <laughs> I believe, you know, um, and then chiropractor after that. Um, so, because if you don't, if you don't know how to run your business, you're not going to survive, yeah. you know? Um, so the the last place that I worked at before I opened up my practice, that's where I gained the most confidence. Uh, and the reason why is because um, I was a lot more in depth in that clinic. So, when patients would come in, I would kind of walk them through the whole process and, you know, we would do care plans and things like that. And I knew how to talk to them better. I knew how to, you know, get them to sign up for care, things like that, you know, because there is a little bit of sales to it, you know, as far as chiropractic, because I have to kind of explain to you the value of it. Because chiropractic is not considered emergency type care, if you know what I mean. Uh, you make a choice on whether you want to do it or not. Um so being in that environment for two years, that's when I really started to become confident in me saying, man, I could probably, I could do this now, you know? And so after, so that had, now it had been four years since I had been out of school. Okay. Um, and then once I, plus at that, the place that I was working at, you know, they, uh, I was working, I was working a lot. I was a lot cause they were pretty high volume as well. And I was getting exhausted. Um, And I always knew, the goal. even when I was in school, I knew the game plan was to start my own practice. I just, that was my goal. That's when I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I just didn't know how to get there, you know. Um, So once I started to get to the point where I really started to realize, hey, I'm I'm getting, slowly getting ready. I'm getting better at this, more confident, whatever. uh, I pretty much just applied for the loans that I needed, which was another, you know, hurdle as well. And, uh, eventually got those. And then I just get the ground running after that.
0: What made you, what, like going through all of that, what made you, you know, going through
1: the hurdles? Mm-hmm. What kept you afloat? Um, man, just really, you know, support, you know, my wife and just being, I'm a very goal oriented person. Okay. Um, so when I have a goal, like I'm very aggressive about it. I'll do whatever I can to hit that goal. Um, So that was pretty much it because I knew if I didn't start it, like I would never know, you know, if I would be good at this or not, or if I would be able to survive or not. And, you know, once I was able to accomplish, once I hit those different hurdles, you know, you know, I knew it was, it was, you know, good. And even, even before I got the loan, you know, I tried previous, like, I think I tried a year before that to try to do it, you know, because I was ready by that time and I couldn't even get the loan. You know, to start my own business um, because the business loans that they wanted you to get, you had to have business credit. You know, and I didn't have my business yet, so it's like it's like a never ending cycle. And I had, that once I found out I couldn't get a business loan from that point, which was a year before um, I got my official loans, okay. I saved up a bunch of money just working. I just saved, save, 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 and um, because I was going to put down capital you know, uh, or not capital, um, collateral, so, uh, okay. collateral. Yeah. To get help get the loan, you know? Uh, and I had a game plan ready. And I mean, there was a, it was a lot of different things I was doing just to prepare myself. I was even looking into management groups because in chiropractic, just like usually with any doctor, um, from what I've talked to people, other doctors about, there are multiple management companies out there that there's management companies for dentists and medical doctors and chiropractors and I was going through I probably went through maybe three or four different management groups just trying to figure out how to do this you know yeah. because I know with the management groups they want you to do specific things they know how to get you started they've done it before okay. but unfortunately you gotta pay the money you know every month to do all that stuff
0: so you never had a mentor?
1: Like- um not really man I so what, what happened was with these different management groups, um, I went through, let's see, probably, yeah, about three or four. One of them, it was just like the way they were set up is just only adjustments. As small as you can get it, the less overhead, the better. You could start up in a, I don't know, a 400 square foot room, you oh, know, okay. it was kind of like that, right? And I knew that wouldn't fit me because like I knew how I wanted my practice. I knew what therapies I wanted to do. I knew exactly how I wanted to treat people. So that business model didn't really work for me. Um, and then I went to another business model, which was, um, uh, it was good too. They were a little old school on how they're, how they were doing things, but they were the ones trying to help me get the loan as well.
0: Okay.
1: And they couldn't do it. They couldn't help me, um, and plus, on top of that, they wanted me to sign a contract for like five years. And I pay them, you know, monthly. And if I didn't, like, let's say after two years, I wanted to break away from the, the company, I would have to pay the rest of the three years to them. Oh, yeah. So I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, no. Nah. So I got away from that. Right.
0: Okay. And so I've been, right. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, and so now I was looking, looking for other management because I really felt like I needed a crutch. I needed somebody to, kind of walk me through things because I wasn't there yet, you know? And then I found another management group and I really thought this was the way, you know, to go. And um, so I was talking to them and (laughs) it's so crazy, man, because like I'm a very organized person. Like if you're going to, you know, tell me, hey, uh, we have an interview set up at this time. We're going to talk about things like I'm prepared to be there on time, you know, every single time, like I was supposed to have, it was a phone interview. I was supposed to talk to this guy. He would like, he would be late. He would forget. And I'm just, and he's a doctor too. And you know. And I'm just like, you know, if you guys can't even be on time to, you know, take our calls and things like that, what makes you think like you're going to help me start a business Correct, yep. on top of that? They wanted me to move uh, from where I was at to a different location where there wasn't many chiropractors still
0: still in in Texas, but
1: like, it was like 30 to 45 minutes away. And my whole mentality is, you know, that's not necessary. Like you could, I could literally open up. I always believed this, that you could open up anywhere next to a chiropractor if you wanted to, and there'll still be enough patients, you know, to go around, you know, because there's a very little percentage of the population that are under chiropractic care, you know? Uh, so I didn't believe that me moving to another city, moving my whole family to another city, was gonna make me successful. Like I just didn't think that, okay. you know. But that's what they wanted you to do because they wanted you go to, to go after like manufacturing jobs, like people who work in factories and things like that. So that was their biggest motivation of finding a city if that makes sense, you know.
0: So it, it was not. It would not have been that family. It was more too business, two it, it was, I don't
1: know, man. It would have just been a different clientele. And I ended up, either way, I ended up just leaving them because it just, and I had signed a contract. They didn't have like a big contract. It was like month to month with them. But I got out in the first month just because I couldn't do it. and uh, I didn't have any issues getting out, but I was thankful I got out of that one because I just didn't feel comfortable with it, especially the fact that dude couldn't even, you know, be on time to a phone call. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Jeez, and you want me to, you want to help me start my business? You know, and plus they were really old school. Like they wanted me to go door to door uh, to get patients and things like that. I was like, <laughs> what? <Wow. laughs> yeah. Door to door, man. Real old school types of things. And I'm just, I just don't believe in this day and age that's not necessary you know you don't see doctors going to people's houses like asking no, them to no. come to the practice if yeah. someone did that to me i'd probably be like uh, i don't think so you know uh, it would turn me off basically if i saw something like that happen i mean how,
0: how have you seen the chiropractic industry since you've been there, how have you seen this change
1: um i mean honestly man like i really i i, I kind of just Focus on me. Honestly, like it's hard to say. You know how the chiropractic industry has changed. Maybe I need to be more involved. But um, you know, I have. There's a lot of um, like a, a lot of chiropractors, especially with social media, are doing a lot of things to grab attention. You know, by doing um, like crazy adjustments, you know, things like that to to make it look shocking. I, you know, there's a bunch of chiropractors on YouTube that are just cracking people and making, you know, noises and things like that and not really doing much, you know, because chiropractic is a lot more than just cracking and popping. Yeah. And, um, I kind of don't like it in the fact that because it puts chiropractic in a a different, it shows them in a different way. Like a crack is associated with less pain. If that makes sense. Like, you know, oh, I'm just going to go to chiropractic and get cracked. You know, that's not what chiropractic is about. Um, but these guys that are, the good thing that they're doing is that they're getting in front of millions of people and people are seeing it, wondering more about chiropractic, which is a good thing. You know, people want to get adjusted and feel better, but chiropractic's is a lot more than that. And that's what they, that's the only thing I didn't really, I don't really like about the way chiropractic is going. And there's some chiropractors who don't even adjust, you know, they just do like soft tissue stuff. And I mean, I don't know, man, it's just many chiropractors do different things, but I've always believed that with chiropractic, you're a chiropractor first, so you have to adjust, which is basically, you know, yeah. putting the bones in alignment. If you're not even adjusting, what are you, you know, a physical therapist, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's
0: almost like that thin line. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, um, like I'm a part of a different chiropractic groups that, you know, just on like Facebook and stuff. And a lot of them don't like, you know, all that social media, like YouTube videos and stuff like that, because it feels like exactly what I told you, like it puts a different image of chiropractic out there that's just pain-based and, like, uh, cracks and pops, you know, for, mm-hmm. for views, you know what I mean? Um, but then there are some chiropractors on on Facebook, on Face uh, YouTube that are doing, like, crazy things. Like, there's people – you've probably seen a video with this guy, or maybe he's, like, hunched over, he can't even stand up straight. He was, like, his little boy, you know, and he was a chiropractor in, I think, I believe in Australia or something, who helped him walk better. Like, stuff like that is – What chiropractic is all about and a lot of people see that video and they're like oh man I need to go to the chiropractor you know so there's some good things there's some bad things about it but for the most part I just focus on me and what I'm doing you know and making sure I'm giving the best care possible and making sure patients are getting better Um, and I think that's why I've been successful so far you know Um, I mean this first year that we opened up it's been if you would have told me I would have been this successful a year ago, I probably, I would never have believed it. Oh, okay. It's just because there was so much fear behind starting your own business, you know, and, um, you know, coming, I was pretty much, you know, the bread maker in my family when I was you know working in my past job. I was real comfortable making a lot of money and leaving that, you know, when I left my job, you know, that's when reality set in um, a lot. There was a lot of doubt, fear, which is... I would say that's normal to experience, right? You know, you're such your own business. Um, But, you know, there was nobody supporting, you know, me and my wife, you know, besides, you know, the job that she had. But that didn't really cover, you know, most of our bills and stuff like that. So I had no crutches, I had no nothing. So I knew, like, I had to make this work as best as I can. There There was one guy who was kind of like my mentor as well. Um, which he was a he was I wouldn't say he was a management group he was kind of like a I'll say more mentor I guess okay. but I was paying him a month you know small amount just to kind of you know maybe I'm missing something maybe it was so cheap to to pay him to help me that I couldn't say no you know but eventually when I was going through his little program and watching his videos and things like that I eventually got to the point where I'm just like man like I can do this on my own. Like there's no magic to it. Yeah. You know, it, there's, there's literally, it was cause everybody was, cause being a, going through all those management companies, there was one fine line and it's just, there's no magic to it. You just got to get patients, get them in the door and treat them. That's basically it. Yeah. Right. Um, and the biggest thing was just having organization, having a plan. Um, and you'll be successful you know and that's the thing is just like that's the underlying theme that I've in all these different management companies because everybody was saying the same thing honestly they were just all saying the same thing and I wasn't about to pay somebody all this money for them to just tell me what I already know you know so I ended up leaving that guy um, he's still like he's a good guy but I just didn't see the value yeah. in what he was bringing to me that's
0: what sounds like
1: yeah <clears throat> So then, I just said, "You know what? Just cancel me and my membership, whatnot." And I just hit the ground running, man. And I I take into account like all my past experiences, and that's how I how I treat how I treat patients, you know, to the best of my abilities that I can. Yeah. And one thing, and I guess it might be my Christian values, but one thing I. Um, don't do is I don't let fear or I don't let fear and I don't let money dictate how I treat people. So when it comes to money, if there's a, I mean, there's been patients who can't afford care uh, and I work out something for them and I never turn, I don't turn away anybody, no matter how much money you have. I just don't do it Um, because I know if you have to get care, where else are you going to go? You know, for somebody to charge all the different types of therapies I have, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So I'd rather you come here and get better and not be stressed out about whether you're going to you know, make your payments. Because there's some people who can't come here because they have to pay bills. You know, not everybody's you know fortunate like that. So I realize that and I know that. And I always try to help as much people as I can. And I've never let, even though I have bills to pay at the end of the month, every single month. And I will say my bills, my overhead is a lot more than the average chiropractor because the average chiropractor is not doing all these therapies that I have. You know, I got x-ray. I got all these different types of things I got to pay money on, you know. But even so, I didn't didn't let that affect me in charging patients, you know. So I always make sure that I treat everybody fairly. Um, There's some cases where, you know, I get people come for free, you know, because they really, really needed it and they don't have any money. Um, And no one's taken advantage of that. You know, everybody's been really genuine and I just don't let money dictate my actions. And I think that's what's allowed me to really like kind of flourish and do good is because I'm more focused on treating patients, making sure they're better and not really worried about the money. I mean, I am worried about the money. Obviously, I, I'm, not, I'm not dumb. I got to meet yeah, the budget, right? Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Right? <clears throat> but I don't, that's like, that's just a thought in my brain, you know. That's not my my number one priority, you know. Yeah, and that's uh, good thankful, man. Yeah. I can honestly say, even from
0: like when me and my wife started coming to you, and I was cautious about chiropractic. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you've been to, I mean, it, and this, I've been to, chiropractor before and it was I wouldn't say it was the best experience sure. so just hearing the first sign up and then the way you really took care of us mm-hmm. which is much appreciated and it, it, it makes you think okay you know there's a lot of, you know there's probably a lot of bad ones out there Yeah. when yeah. you find the good ones yeah, it's yeah. actually really providing value because even if you talk about this and if someone comes and they need the adjustment Right, and then, well, I mean, yeah, you got bills to pay, but that's going to come back to you, right? Right, it'll right come back to you. So right. it may not be that person, maybe someone else. Right, right, right. right so right. it's always let's go with that whole car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's the thing, man. There's there's good and bad in every profession, you know. Um, And so I just try to be one of the good ones (laughs) because I've had a lot of patients come to me and talk about the bad ones, you know, (laughs) and I'm just thankful that they came back, you know, because there's some patients who go and have a really bad experience, uh, and then don't want to ever go to a chiropractor again. You know, I had one patient just the other day, she had, she went to the, um, she went to go see a chiropractor and he took x-rays. She came back to go over the x-rays, you know, and he just came she told me she came in the room he said you need to get checked for rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and then just walked out the room that was it you know and i was just like what it's like that's not even it's not even good that he even said that in the first yeah. place because he just you know he had no blood tests no nothing he was just like saying stuff like that you know and that's not good you can't do that okay. uh so there's definitely good and bad you know and that goes with any profession so i just try to be one of the good ones oh yeah
0: well, I really, really appreciate your story today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks man. for sharing. Thanks for learned like, some new stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> I scared. So, like, it. You went from you wanted to be a dentist to chiropractor. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it was always like that. as you're, You know, when, when you're a kid, and you know, let's say you go to college, it's always what you want to do is not what you know
1: exactly, you're exactly. So you, that know. Good. And then, yeah, you know,
0: and then you know, talks about like, the fear, but
1: not mm-hmm. letting fear dictate. Right, right, which right. Is what. Happens to a lot of people. Right, right. And that's the biggest thing, man. It's like I really even three, four months into practice, I was still kind of, you know, afraid of whatnot and scared because, you know, I had to meet bills and everything like that. But once I and this is a, you know kind of a religious thing, but like once I got to the point where um you know, I I was gonna put God first in my life, no matter what. Um that fear thing kind of went away because what I told myself was, you know, after being three or four months in the practice, I mean, in three, or four months in the practice, we were still doing, you know, pretty well, honestly, like there was no reason for me to be scared, you know, but it's just a fear. It's like, I started all this. I'm scared to lose all this.
0: Yeah.
1: But it got to the point where I just, I said, you know, you know, praying to God and whatnot. And I just said, you know, regardless if this fails or if I do really, really well, at the end of the day, I know he's still going to protect us, he's still going to take care of us, yeah. and as long as I just put him first. And so what that did for me is it, it took away me holding so tight onto the business, because it's like, oh, I'm holding this business so tight that I don't want, any, I don't want it to go away ever, you know. Um, so it freed up, it freed up my mind, it freed up you know my heart and just everything around the business so that I let God kind of dictate what happens in the future you know
0: okay.
1: um, and so that it gave me such a uh, peace you know and don't get me wrong like there's still moments where I, I get a little you know some fear might creep in and whatnot but that's normal that's you're human you know but at the end of the day i still know
0: mr Alex